we go. Hey, I think we I think we're live. Looks like we're live. Sounds like we're live. So hi everybody, welcome to the uh, latest and greatest installment of Calculated Risks, an Eberron adventure. Um, I am your dungeon master and the guy who's adjusting the camera live on stream like a douche. Um, Travis Lake. Um, you have to forgive me, my camera's weight balance is a little screwy today. So we're going to try to fix that. See how that works. Um, joining me uh, this week, as always, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the round robin of introductions. Let's start with you, Bob. Tell everybody who you are, what you do. My name is Bob Davis. I write stuff for gaming. I edit stuff for gaming. You can find me at r-p-davis.com. And uh, yeah, that everything's there. Sweet. Mike, who are you? What do you do? Hi, I'm Mike. I'm a game developer in training. And that's about it. Sweet. <laughs> Alina, who, who are you? What do you do? Hi, everyone. I'm Alina. I'm a fiction writer. And you can find me on my website at alina-popescu.com. Because that's not... That's not Hard to spell for someone who doesn't understand my name. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. I, I'm sure that I'm sure the Romanian viewers can spell it just fine. Yeah, um, <laughs> which, which means me, right? Right. I'm, I'm the viewer. <laughs> yep. um, no, you know what though? I mean, my nobody spells my last name right, like ever under any circumstances whatsoever. So, nope. um, yeah, it, I I can feel the pain there. Um, and if they do spell it right, they certainly don't pronounce it right. Um, <laughs> I've heard I've heard them all. Oh, and because I'm such an awful uh, host being new to this live D&D thing, I forgot to ask everyone, please um, tell us who you're playing. Bob, we'll start with you. And... Ah, <laughs> I am playing. <laughs> I'm playing Gurius Arakan, the half-elf bard. Excellent, Mike. I'm playing Kresamar, the human uh, cleric Excellent. i guess and cleric kind of um kind of yeah <laughs> emphasis on kind <laughs> and alina who are you playing i play anu who is a human fighter and a spoiled brat that he Basically. is that he is well he's going to have a great time today because we are going to visit the rat market it's going to be a lot of fun so um, um, let's <laughs> Let's dive right in. When last we met, uh, you guys had met with the noble from House Caneth, uh, who had provided you with uh, some information that sort of helped fill in the gaps in regards to what you had gotten out of the provost's journal. Is that, am I remembering that correctly? That's kind of where we had uh, yep. left off. And yep. she had provided you uh, with an amount of gold. I believe it was, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it was 200 gold up front each. Right. Yeah. yeah. To provision yourself for the for the journey. And then I believe it was 2000 gold each upon successful return of the schema. Yeah. That is what I have in my notes. And that uh and that also puts you guys on retainer. Um for, yeah, uh, Ms. Ms. Devon of House Caneth. Um and if you need to be resurrected or have any other extensive spell work done as a result of misadventure, 
that will come out of your pay. Well, you can't win them all. Right. <laughs> so, no, we so tried. Don't get we anything. Fine. Don't get anything cut off while you're while you're doing this. You know, I, could... <laughs> I think maybe I'm going to work on that. Yeah, because it's not just resurrections that they're going to. You know, if you have to have a limb regrown or something like that, oh, that, that's coming out of your pay. Regeneration isn't cheap yeah. either. No, no, it's not. There's another. There's another catchphrase. Yeah, I wouldn't do that for all the potatoes in oh. Sharn, and and that's coming out of your pay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. So um, unless you guys had any further questions uh, for uh, Ms. Devon, um, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're going to uh, leave the inn and head did kind you, did, of... Did we ever write up a contract? Uh, yes. Everything, all the terms that we discussed and agreed to are on paper and plain writing. There's no clauses or anything along those lines. Just um, standard adventurer boilerplate. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's all, it's all very just sign here, <laughs> X here. You'll receive Y and, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Um, now, uh, just another piece of information that I may have forgotten to convey to you last time. Um, when with the map that you have from the provost, uh, there are directions to go into the Dorsharn Tower which is the tower that's uh, built on the, the Dorsharn ruins. Um, it's one of the poorer neighborhoods in Sharn, and it's believed to be the oldest standing structure in, in the city. Um, okay. Historians aren't 100% sure, but they know that Dorsharn itself was an ancient, ancient ruin, um, and the tower has been there as long as... It's, it's been mentioned in the oldest historical documents they can find that involve towers. So um, it's one of the shortest towers in Sharn. So you have to kind of go through the bad neighborhoods just to even get to it. And then about the top half of it is occupied by kind of your lower uh, working class and your uh, sort of, um, I guess for lack of a better term, your... Uh, um, poverty class you know the the impoverished live in that top half and the bottom half is completely sealed off um the proletariat right exactly and the sewage of sharn all passes through the door sharn tower at the oh bottom half. that's right <laughs> sewers yes so you'll be going through uh both the storm and uh the storm sewers and the uh Hygienic sewers intersect in the Dorshine Tower. So Lovely. depending depending on the route you take, it might be a. Has um, it rained lately? Well, yeah, it rained last yeah, night. Rained last night. So, so. Yeah. storm should hit be. ought to be relatively. Yeah, it, it should be maybe. comparatively fresh down there. The biggest concern comparatively. Would be, <laughs> the biggest concern would be um, the volume of water that might be down there. You know mm. what I mean, and um, and depending on how uh, heavily it's flowing through the the regions you're trying to get through, that could be an issue. Um, in fact, uh, why don't I have you guys uh, make a history check for me real quick? Um, <laughs> and none of you're native. You're the only one who's actually native to Sharn. Is that uh, correct, Bob? Yes. Okay. You can have advantage on this check. 
Lovely. Excellent. Oh, I've got the stakes. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, let me check my uh, bonus. Sure. Oh, I have a plus four. So it came, to, came to a 10? Yeah, right. it's a 10. So, um, Gurius and are you're both, you both are familiar enough with like the workings of Sharn to know that um, the storm sewers, well, the entire sewer system, but particularly of interest to you, the storm sewers, work on a series of interconnected valves. So rather than having perpetual uh, runoff all the time coming from all these different towers that could easily cause a backup situation, um, everything is held off at various points throughout the sewage system and then the um, valves will open, allow a blast of water to go through and close back up and wait for the reservoir to fill. So when you're down in the, especially in the deep sewer system in Sharn, you have to watch out because there's always going to be tributaries just blasting fresh water in the unpredictable <laughs> wall of water i think i've seen yeah. this episode of red dwarf <laughs> then the drying fence come on similar similar yeah <laughs> so just uh this is going to suck yeah best to keep your eyes peeled while you're down there um the other piece of information i wanted to make sure that you did have conveyed to you is in the notes um what you're looking for is the E213 valve cluster. That oh, is that I have to make a note of. Yeah, that is allegedly where you will find the entrance that will get you down into Dorsharn and put you near where you need to be. The um, E213 valve cluster. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, the provost met an untimely end prior to being able to notate exactly where that's located. Gotcha. So you're going to need to uh, find somebody in down in the uh, lower levels of the Dorsharn Tower that is um, versed in the area well enough to find that cluster. But also you're going to need to find a mage right or someone unless one of you guys... Uh, well, I know, are any of you proficient with thieves tools, for example? Ooh, let me check. I don't think so. Nope. Nope. Mm, 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 mm. I thought I checked that, but I can no longer remember. Doodly doodly doot. Well, in your bards, you have like 8,000 proficiency. Yeah, and <laughs> Thieves' Tools is not one of them. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, well, so you get. Until we level, because I've got plans. Right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, then you guys are probably going to want to acquire the services of a mage right to uh, unlock that door for you. Does it necessarily need to be a mage right? Or, I mean, is it pretty much guaranteed that the lock is going to be magical? Um, no, it's not at all guaranteed, but... Um, frequently, mage rights are like the only people that practice locksmithing professionally. Like, if you wanted to go okay. hire somebody from the thieves guild, that'd be fine too. 
But... Well, I'm wondering that I'm wondering if if I wouldn't know someone from my history. Oh, um, being from you know not exactly the upper crust. Sure. That if I might if I might not have a contact or something who could you know an old friend I could call in a favor or something like that. Sure. Um, yeah. Why don't you give me, um, let's say a persuasion check. Oh, bing bong. If Got you that. Don't mind. And I'll go ahead and give you advantage on that check since uh, <laughs> you have, let's see how you, far you, above 20 I can you, get. You did have a rich backstory that you're pulling from here. So. 23. Beautiful. Um, yeah, you know, just the lady. Um, there's a tabaxi, which is uh, basically like a cat person um, who came to Sharon about five years ago. And um, her name is Slick. Slick. Love it. Yep. And she is a refugee from uh, Zendark. So she has never um, divulged to you what exactly made her leave. She tends to be a very chipper and upbeat and good-humored, jokey kind of gal right up until Zendarit gets brought up. And then she just gets real quiet, and if anybody presses her on it, she gets real violent. Okay, so she's so, got triggers. Yeah, you've seen her uh, You've seen her get tossed out of a pub for uh, removing someone's left cheek after they pressed her on the issue at one point. Yeah. Nice. So, like, like Malcolm Reynolds, always in an alliance <laughs> pub on unification. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But other than other than that one sort of no fly zone for her, um, she seems like a stand up gal. Uh, you know, though you've never really maybe necessarily gone on like an adventure with her per se. Mm -hmm. um, you've been present at the pub on a number of occasions where she's come in after a um, rollicking job with uh, what she refers to as the guild that shall not be named um, with a nice nice full coin purse, you know, buying up the bar. You know, she's very, seems to be very prone to like taking on these jobs where she's earning a relatively fat check and then just blowing the whole thing in the pub in two days, buying everybody nice. drinks. So, so she's got cred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tons of it. So, and uh, finding her shouldn't be too difficult. You're uh, just going to be pressed to probably look in the cruddiest pubs in the, in the region. And she's been oh, well. in one of them. I've probably played showcase gigs in a couple of them. Right. So finding them and, and finding those won't be difficult. Um, right. Prior to setting out on your uh, quest to acquire Slick, uh, do you guys want to do anything? I know that there was uh, some money you guys had set aside for provisions. Uh, were you looking to try to acquire anything specifically? Hip waiters? Well, yeah, you can get some uh, you can get some <laughs> hip waiters. Absolutely. You can get Rubber some, boots. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you get, um, well, you can get you can get what's uh, called uh, mage weave cloth to wear. Um, ah, okay. And a mage weave outfit uh, costs ten times what the standard outfit version costs. But mage weave does not. The thing, two things make mage weave special. One, um, it's super light and airy and does not restrict movement, no matter how tight the clothing is. And two, okay. it doesn't soil. 
Oh. Yeah. So like under any circumstances. That I like. Uh, but like I said, it's it it's like ten times the cost of the standard um, outfit. So let me go ahead and bring up and get that stuff for you. If you guys want to just get like a basic mage weave outfits for everyone, is that the? Yeah, I should think that. Yeah. Is Anu going to be okay with wearing commoner mage weave? Or is he going to want to get something fancy for this for this journey? No, it's just something disposable. He's not going to invest in it. Besides, he's going to the lower parts of the city, so it doesn't matter. Excellent. Good, he'll, good, good. He'll, he'll stuff it up. <laughs> Excellent. Um, all right, so let's see here. He's not happy, though. I have to say that. He's super I, upset about it. I'm he's sure he's in a corner or something right he's cranky about it um <laughs> so if you're looking at uh traveler's clothes made of mage weave you're looking at 20 gold per outfit oh that's not so bad i'm definitely getting a set of that for myself okay. yep all right let's go ahead and make sure you guys deduct that from your uh from your uh earnings and if you yep. haven't recorded them yet do record that 200 that you got uh paid up front so I also had twenty gold from character creation. Right from starting, yep. So you still have whatever your starting gold is too. So yeah, it should be in good shape to pick up that mage weave, and that okay. stuff um, you can get. Just yeah. a second. Sure. Do we have somewhere to keep track of that on D&D Beyond, or are my notes enough? Uh, I, I mean, your notes are enough, but yes, you have a place to keep track of it on D&D Beyond. Um, yeah, it's, it's under it's equipment. Under, yeah, currency. And it should be broken out, I think, by denomination, right? Like there's a, it is, a spot yeah. for yeah. copper and electrum and silver and gold. Why so, don't I see it? Probably because I'm blind. There are tabs under equipment, one for manage, currency, and more. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yes, it's hidden behind a tab. So I, it says I had 25 gold, actually, not 20? Yeah, starting out. Everybody gets a different amount based on their background. Okay. So I just add to this, and we're fine. Yeah, add, add 200, subtract 20. Yeah. And food. I've got some food on in my gear, some rations. How long do we expect this trip to take? Um, It wouldn't, like, I wouldn't expect to be down there for longer than a day, but... Um, right. I would prepare for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, you're not sure I, what you're going to run into. I had a lot of potatoes left over, so mm -hmm. I have four days worth of rations on me. You're <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, nice. the only one with no food whatsoever. Excellent. What Just carrying a big I'm, sack of potatoes over your back. I've got five days, but I'm not sharing it. <laughs> nice. The other thing to consider is... Why do I pay you for, <laughs> If you can't even provide my meals when we're traveling. I have yet to see a paycheck. I've <laughs> <laughs> been doing I, all this work. I have yet up your messes. anything written by you praising my name. You can't rush the muse. <laughs> then... Tell the muse to rush if you want a faster payment. It's easy. You know what? 
You'll be lucky if I fry those potatoes for you. <sighs> Maybe I should look for a new bard. <laughs> um, on that note, and speaking of food, uh, the other thing I do want to make sure you guys are aware of, um, it's common knowledge that the undercity regions, uh, once you get below um, the inhabited areas, are filled with all sorts of and I think I might have told you this last week, but I just want to make sure I communicate it to you. Filled with all sorts of creatures and critters and uh, unmentionables and, and odd things. So Lovely. Might not be a, a bad idea to bring some milk bones along, you know, or something along those lines. You know what I mean? Oh, bait. Yeah. Right. <laughs> might, yeah. Might not be a bad idea to invest to get, in that. I will have to get food because these two don't want to share with me. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, you can buy a couple of. Well, it depends uh, if you like potatoes. Right. I like potatoes because you make them and you're good with potatoes. Well, there you go. I mean, that's so you have how many days worth of rations? Four. All right. So that would be two days if you split them. Well, I've got five, so we can share, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> any uh, uh, any any other prepare, preparations you want to make while you're in the nice part of town? Hmm. Not in the nice part of town. Okay. I may wish to add some poison if I can find it. Okay. Um, For the, like, rat? Yes. Yeah, acquiring poison shouldn't be too difficult. Um, you're just looking for, like, a basic vial of it? Well, it depends on what I can get. I mean, I've, I've got enough money that I can buy something? But well, if you go to like one of the apothecaries in the up top, um, in the nice part of town, acquiring a vial of poison, uh, which would be enough for one effective dose, is going to run you a hundred gold. Um, now, this is one of the few uh, goods that you will probably actually be able to find less expensively in the under under portions of yeah. town. Now, they might not be I'll... as high quality, might not be as reliable. You know what I mean? I think I'll wait. Might not it's, it's, an added, it's, a, it's, a, it's an added bonus anyway. Right. I mean, it, it's just a thing to smear on a thrown dagger or something. Right, right. Might not um, have, well, the ones that you're going to buy under underneath, you know, in the Undercity are not probably going to be as high quality. They're not going to be as clean of a kill. Your your prey will probably suffer more because it's probably not going to be as good of a poison. You know what I mean? So. Uh, no. <laughs> Right on. This is my this is my caring face. <laughs> Beautiful, cool. If it's a um, rat trying to bite my leg off. Yeah, not not so much. Don't care. Yeah, Squeak in pain all you want. <laughs> Excellent. Honest, honest to God, went went a quick a quick out of game story. Shoot. When I lived in the U.S. Virgin Islands, mice were like, right? Oh yeah. They, they, yeah. They they sure. they weren't exactly rats, but they were close, and that you couldn't keep them out of the house ever. So traps would you know you hear the snap trap go off in the middle of the night, and sometimes I'd be in there cooking, and one would be running across the counter in the kitchen, and you know it you can't leave bait out for them because then they'll just die in the walls or something and stink. Well, one of them was running across the countertop the one time and I'm like, Oh, I got to get it. I got to get it. And I reached, I just pulled a random drawer open and I pulled out one of those barbecue spatulas that has like the serrated edge along <laughs> one side. And I try, I meant to hit it with the flat 
and just stun but, it. But, did but I ended up, yeah. oh no, oh no. <laughs> and the head of this thing went right off and into the sink. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> it was, it was, it was, but the, it was the only thing I've killed in such a fashion in my entire life. And I was absolutely horrified. <laughs> <laughs> Because well, there's there's blood everywhere. There's this decapitated rat corpse, and I'm I, I walk out of the kitchen with this blood dripping spatula. <laughs> well, and my wife my wife goes, "What the hell did you do?" I want you to hold on to that mental image because I'm going to call back to it later. Uh-huh. <laughs> so- <laughs> By spatula. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so on that note, then, I think you guys have collected everything you need to collect. Um, so you're going to go down and uh, carouse in the uh, poorer parts of, of town. Uh, yeah, because we have to find Slick. Slick. All right. Excellent. Um, you guys uh, wander around probably um, probably about a good two, three hours, because uh, it's still relatively early in the day. Um, I believe your meeting was, oh, your meeting was at like sunrise, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you go pick up your mage weave, that's probably going to be, you know, because it's, it's basically off the rack, but they do have to make a couple of adjustments, so that'll probably take you like two hours. Oh, so if you guys want to pull a rest. Want tailoring. Oh. <laughs> so if you guys want to pull a rest first. Uh, that would be long more more likely a long rest. That way, it'll it'll be evening time. You're you know that your chances of finding uh, finding slick during the day are pretty low. Um, she's likely unconscious. So, I want you guys go ahead and uh, take a long rest if you're uh, short on anything. I don't think uh, we actually used anything yesterday. Yeah, we didn't use Probably absolutely not. anything. Sweet. So make sure that you're full on everything. Make sure that um, you know you've reflected that you have all your spell slots, all that jazz. Yep. And you uh, guys crawl out of bed and start uh, start wandering in search of Slick. Um, Pub crawl. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and give me? <coughs> I'm just gonna make a quick check here about some carousing rules because you guys are gonna be. Kind of bar hopping and, and looking oh, around. Oh, joy. Is there anything <laughs> in particular, aside from finding Slick, that you would like to um, try to find or accomplish while you're down here, uh, hitting the hitting the, the bars? Are we anywhere near, um, would we be anywhere near somebody who works, say, for the sewer system would have a pint after work? Uh, not yet. Right now okay. you're, you're still like in the, um, Morgrave Tower network. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So okay. you're in the poor section of the scholars area. Right. So and we haven't actually, right. Right. Okay. So the pubs that you're frequenting right now are largely, um, adventurers that are at the lower end of income and success. You know broke what I mean? ass students and right, down broke, on their luck adventures. Broke students, down on their luck adventures, uh, like forcibly retired adventurers hang out here a lot. Those who say may have lost a limb and not had the money to get it replaced. 
Um, right. There's a large, by like per capita, there's a large percentage of Warforged here. A lot of the Warforged live here um, because it's familiar to them in the sense of kind of the bustling talk of, of battle and adventure and things along those lines. Um, and it's a place where they're probably the least looked at askew um, by outsiders. You know what I mean? So okay. it's kind of the most comfortable spot for a lot of them. Um, which is not to say that it's primarily Warforged by any stretch. It's just you're most likely to bump into a, a random Warforged here. Um, do we know if they uh, the, the the war forge that we uh, turned over to the police? Yes. Do we know if that war forged is still in custody? No. The only way that you would be able to determine that is if you were to reach out and get a hold of Constable Grimjaw. Nah. <laughs> Don't poke the cop. Uh, did yeah. that? Did the Warforge we capture have any kind of identifying marks like, uh, uh, I don't know, some affiliation? I don't know if they have them. They I all know, do. Like... They have they have what amounts to, um, I don't know if you're familiar with like Jewish mysticism, but they have what amounts to, uh, I believe it's an emmet, what the Gollum has that mm -hmm. um, gives it life. They, ha they each have one on their forehead, and okay. it's unique to that Warforge. Oh. So, okay. Yeah, I oh. mean, but there's not. I was thinking more along the lines of like a, a unit insignia or something because there was of the nothing. Way. There was nothing along those lines. Just the okay. personal identifying uh, mark. Which, if you uh, made a history check and were successful enough, uh, you could maybe like draw. But when I say unique to the Warforged, it's unique the way a human fingerprint is unique. So uh, oh, okay. you may not even like if. Unless you are proficient in, um, like, Smith's tools, Tinker's tools, things along those lines, you may not even recognize the difference between two of them with two Warforged standing next to one another. You know? Oh, so we're racist now. <laughs> you tell the difference between the Warforged, just not their markings. They all look the same to me. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, and I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this trying to boost my career. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Good job. Good job, sir. Good call. Um, golf clap. All right. Um, so speaking of, uh, if you would like, as you're sort of checking out the, the bars, why don't you go ahead and give me a persuasion check um, to as, as you're doing your carousing. As you're looking around for uh, for slick, and if I would it, lose my dice around here, it would be great. What's up? I'm just I keep losing my dice no. because I have too much stuff on the stupid desk. That'll happen. That'll happen. Oh, you've grown, uh, you've gained the druid's interest. I have a seven. <laughs> I have a twenty-one. Excellent. What? Twenty-five. Excellent. Oh, wow. So. Shut up. That's why you hire a bard. Um, you said you got a uh, Chris Mar got a seven. Is that correct? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, you sort of um, each bar you go to, like the first bar, you just kind of order a drink and sit there by yourself as they do the talking. 
the second bar you order a drink sit by yourself as they do the talking once or twice you like open your mouth to interject like and then stop and so busy drinking anyway right <laughs> i mean it's chris of course he's more interested in the drinks the third bar you go to, you uh, have another drink and, and like say two words to somebody awkwardly as they're walking away from the bar and they don't hear you. <laughs> but you figure to hell with it and just order another drink and everything's fine. <laughs> so the bright side is that you haven't like angered anyone. The downside is I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, ten. Excellent. Uh, you are poisoned for the remainder of the next hour, um, as you've had a little bit too much to drink. So that's going to give you disadvantage on ability checks because <laughs> you're kind of tipsy. Nice. <laughs> what else is new? Oh. Well. Having said that, um, the two of you. Um, Anu and uh, Gurius have had uh, much better luck in in carousing. Not only uh, were you able to track down where Slick is at, but you also uh, were able to make a couple of additional friendly contacts uh, with some new people. Okay. So um, you met with, I'll give you some names here real quick. Appreciate your patience. Fantasynamegenerator.com. Yeah. Oh, no, no. No, none of that cheap stuff here, sir. We're digging through Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> um, uh, you find a male shifter by the name of Mistan. M-Y-S-T-A-N. Um, he's... Also from from Seer, and so he recognizes you in the okay. in the bar and like bows to you and and pays all the proper accordance and respect to you. Which means Anu is suddenly feeling a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely he's definitely um, sort of ticking all the boxes for your uh, uh, ego fuel. Um, so it, it definitely makes you feel almost at home for just a, a brief moment you're sharing this drink. Um, you do find out that uh, he relocated here as a refugee uh, when the when when Sarah was destroyed. Um, he is loyal. You know, he proclaims that he's loyal to your house, and he thinks that you know there should be no debates about secession. You should be the you should clearly be the king. Because you're clearly the smartest and most brilliant and strongest of all of them. Um, and now, and now, Anu has got the white smile plastered to his face, annoying everyone. Obviously. Excellent. And he's and and uh, after about twenty minutes of this, um, he eventually uh, begs your royal pardon, so that he might excuse himself. He has um, he has to return to his job. He has to head over to the docks. He's a shipwright. So um, you can go ahead and uh, make a note that you have a friendly contact in Mistan, the shipwright. Um, he's a shifter. 
and yeah, you, that may come in handy down the road. Something to. What do shifters shift into? Uh, shifters are descended from lycanthropes, so they don't fully shift. What happens is parts of their body um, or some of their characteristics can go animalistic when they use their shifting ability. Okay. So, like, some of them um, will grow more lithe and dexterous and fast. Some of them will grow fangs. Some of them will grow claws. But they're just, it's like a, they're like a part werewolf. Okay, basically. I get it. So, and when they shift, they also like they do get a little hairier, they get a little tougher, but it's not like a full werewolf shift. So, okay, not useful to have around. Yeah, definitely. Um, and while uh, while Anu is enjoying the royal treatment, Gurius, um. You do find out uh, pounding shots. Yeah, pounding shots. <laughs> um, you do find a. I don't know why I'm getting a phone call. Um, sorry. Well, first it's the camera, now it's the phone. Yeah, I know it's everything. Um, <laughs> you find a. Uh, you find a dwarven woman uh, named Ulfgar. Ulfgar, the dwarven woman. Um, she's a dwarven, uh, fighter and she tends to do some adventure and you've seen her around at bars before, spoken to her once or twice. Um, mm -hmm. you know, she's giving you some tips and maybe a little bit of, you know, hairy eyeball after a few drinks, but, uh, you know, she's not your type. You're not into chicks with red beards. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and she has like a braided waist length beard. Oh, I mean, it, it's that's impressive. Yeah. No, it's it's. Garius is very open minded when it comes to things. I mean, it's not his style, right? But it's it, an impressive beard is an impressive beard. Well, and she's kind of beaten off the dwarven men with a stick. You know what I mean? Because that yeah, that, that's yeah. a good breeding beard. Um, totally hot. But. Uh, but she's into taller guys. But anyways, um, the uh, <laughs> the point the point being after uh, after a little bit of mildly uncomfortable flirtation, you do discover <laughs> that uh, that she and uh, <laughs> she and um, Slick have actually just returned from a expedition to the border of the Mornland. The Mornlands. Yep. Yeah, so the Mornlands is the is the big chunk of Seer that's or Seer that's uh, corrupted when the when the country got blown the hell up. There's a big, basically magical stain. Um, okay, and that's supposedly that's where the Lord of Blades resides is within the Mornland. Oh. And so, right, um, they had gone on some expedition to the border of the Mornland. Um, sounds from, uh, what, uh, sounds from what she's saying, like it was a relatively, um, innocuous trip. It was kind of a go snatch and grab and make sure nobody knows you were there kind of trip. Mm -hmm. Uh, she doesn't want to get into, um, into details 
Ah, confidentiality is no. key. Right. Confidentiality is key. So, oh, okay. but uh, yeah, she says that they had just returned from that actually last night. Uh, and she knew that uh, Slick had some business that she needed to attend um, with a goblin merchant um, down in the Dorasharn under Undercity. Oh, so she is she, Slick is already where we are going. She's down in that region, yeah. Okay. And uh, she's able to give you directions to the the rough part of town where this uh, particular goblin merchant um, okay. tends to hang out. Uh, it was, she didn't know exactly what it was. It was something about settling a debt. So, you know, she advises you to maybe be a little cautious. Don't, like, walk up in the middle of, you know, if, if there's a fight. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> She's not sure that it was a friendly, like, here, let me pay you kind of settling a debt. It, might, it, it may ah. have been... It may have been it might Slick not might end up. Slick might end up frozen in carbonite. Okay. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, means she I had, get to be Lando. Wonderful. Right. Exactly. Um, so she is able to tell you that um, the goblin merchant that you were looking for is a man by the name of Skakan. S K A K A N. Skakan. Yeah. And uh, she it's does. A uh, it's, it's a goblin. It's a goblin name. Um, and she does say that as far, in her estimation anyway, she's had done a little business with Skakan in the past. As far as she's concerned, you know, as far as goblins are concerned, he's all right. You know, he's, he's decent for a goblin. He tends to not, like, he must, spit when he, he talks. Pretty good. If a dwarf says she likes a goblin. Well, I didn't, didn't say I liked him. <laughs> ah, Said he's all right I for mean, a goblin. <laughs> I mean, most of the time, if a dwarf meets a goblin, the goblin's getting his head chopped off, isn't it? Indeed. Indeed. But we live in cosmopolitan times. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I suppose. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Old it's not that she wouldn't chop his head, it's just that she can't right, right. now. Right. All people, we have to get along in, Sean. That's what, that's what civilization's about, right? Yeah, and, I suppose. And that is not only the sound of her accent, but the pitch of her voice. Just FYI. Um, right, right. So <laughs> Deeper than mine. Yay! At least to know where to find a base for the barbershop quartet. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, if you, you know, when you get back from your, from your little journey, book me up. Yeah, we'll do. We'll have a drink. All right. She, like, walks away and, like, pats you on the rear just to reach up to do it, but she, <laughs> like, pats you on her rear. She leaves. <laughs> you look kind of scared there. Far well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to put anybody in the friend zone. <laughs> but you just did. Yeah, kind of. She's not my type. She's not my type. I like him taller. Um, 
Right. So we need to get to this neighborhood in Dorisharn and uh, see if we can coffee. find Slick and or Skakan. And uh, yeah, I don't think we need any more muscle, so we don't need to bring Alfgar along with us. But um, yeah, she just got off a job anyway, didn't she? She did. Yeah. So yeah. she's she's probably. I mean, she's she's about. 12 or 14 needs in when you start your conversation. Probably, oh, yeah. Probably gets three or four more down while you're talking. I mean, and she's got a, <laughs> she's got a dwarven constitution, so that's yeah. probably... She's certainly no, no Kresmar right now. She's not like... <laughs> she's not like staring in the ceiling. No, I'm actually hell passed out. <laughs> I, can just, <laughs> I can just see Kresimar trying to drink along with Ulfgar, you know, and it's, it's like it's like Gimli and Legolas in, in Edoras. Well, he would try, but <laughs> should, it wouldn't end well. Here's what you do. You set up a bet with her. You tell her, listen, I'll take you out to dinner, but here's what happens. You're going to have a drinking contest with Kresimar, and you have to pass out first. <laughs> oh, that's, that's evil. That's just. It's twisted. I love it. Uh, on that note, uh, it is actually uh, 10:52 a.m. So we're going to take our brief uh, tech break, and when we return, you guys will head down to the uh, to to the undercity part of the Dornshine Tower. Unless there was something else that you wanted to address first. I think we have everything we need. Excellent. Which is famous yeah. last words as far as... <laughs> yeah, right. As soon as you get down there. As soon as you get down there. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and kick off the tech break. Uh, we'll be back at, between like five and ten minutes. We're just going to all run and take care of our biological and technological needs, and then we'll be right back. So if you're uh, watching live, please hang around. Um, if you're watching... On YouTube, uh, I'll scroll forward about five minutes, and I think we'll be back. So. <laughs> what, what I missed? <laughs> it's my my Borg thing gets her every time. The... No, I just had I just had a, an image of someone sitting on the toilet and fixing their computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know this is live, so we have to sometimes we have to multitask. <laughs> Jeez. That's some multitasking, man. <laughs> yeah. oh, we'll, we'll be back in a few. Hey, we're back. <clears throat> Looks like. Yay. It? In theory. All right. So um, everybody's technological and biological needs have been uh, addressed. Um, I'm not sure if anyone actually fixed anything on a toilet. Uh, we can discuss that after after stream. I told my wife. I told my wife about it. And she and, and she officially likes you, Alina. No, oh, hey, making friends all over the place. Glad to hear that. <laughs> she said she the mental image that she got was a, a robot taking a leak. It's <laughs> even better. Also, even better. Also workable. Um, this is this is I suppose this is how you make friends remotely. Let's see. Yeah. Toilet humor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One second, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting a message from the chat that we're having some 
audio concerns? Yep. I just saw that. Let me see if I can get that addressed. Let's see. Appreciate the patience. While I sort that out. No, I think get that addressed. I think we're clean on this end. If you're still having an issue and you're watching live, uh, go ahead and refresh the page and that should fix it. Because that sounds like it's maybe a Twitch side problem. Um, here everything looks like it's going good, sounds like it's going good. So um, yeah, if you're having an audio issue, refresh. If not, um, let's get back to telling the story. huh? So um, actually I should type that in the chat too, because if they're having an audio issue and can't hear me, me telling them to refresh out loud probably isn't doing any good. Um, yeah, it might not work. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're trying to read my lips. They're like, what's he saying? <laughs> oh, shit. If I was a smarter man, I would be, speaking of multitasking, talking while we're doing this. Um, all right, there we go. Yeah, it sounds clear to me. Did the programmer just type the same message that I typed in the chat faster than I <laughs> that I could like type it? In? I thought, <laughs> I, thought my, I heard Mike tapping over there. I thought maybe he was like in chat telling him. No, it was me. I was answering oh, was the Facebook okay, message. Yeah. Ask, ask again. We'll get back to fantasy here in just a second. But ask Sarah sometime about how awful a typist I am. Um, okay. All right, so uh, I'm definitely hearing... doing that tonight. <laughs> it's 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 bad. It's really sad. I could write ten times as much if I could type. All right, um, so you guys were <laughs> heading down into the uh, Dorsharn uh, Tower Undercity section. Uh, you've acquired yep. your uh, Mage Weave clothing, and I assume changed into it. Um, by the time when you leave, yes, but by the time you make it over to the tower. Um, <laughs> You have walk it uh, off. Walk it off. You have begun to sober up, and I have an important question for you, and I and I, I want you to, I want you to think about this and keep this in mind going forward. The lessons that you'll be learning here, because this is going to be kind of, this is going to haunt you for the rest of the campaign. Are you taking okay. anything? Are you making any special preparations before or during your trip, Cressmar specifically, in result in regards to the fact that you have been drinking and now are stopping drinking? Anything you're gonna pick up? Anything you're gonna take or do on your way on your way to the Undercity? What do you mean? Do I take extra <laughs> alcohol? Well, yeah. Are you gonna grab With some me? booze to go? Or are you gonna grab a water skin? Or are you gonna grab some food? Or are you just gonna walk walk it off? Sarah says to eat something. Yeah, he probably should eat something. They're like yeah, a, probably like a, a good idea. A curry cart or something, chip <laughs> wagon. Hey, you stop. Uh, you stop and get some falafel on the way. Actually, there's a oh, nice. Yeah, got, I think. You grab some shawarma and head over to the. Uh, <laughs> head over to the. Uh, hey, now I want shawarma too. <laughs> Go ahead and. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead and drop me a constitution saving throw um, on your way down there. But 
you can do this with advantage because you put some food in your belly. So. By the way, I'm not taking alcohol down there. Oh, you're not taking any with you? Okay. No. Uh, ten. Okay. Um, you managed to sober up with uh, only a mild headache. So, um, yeah, if anybody, yeah, if anybody throws any like thunder damage at you, you're gonna have disadvantage because the the loudness will bother you. But other than that, you're fine. So, um, you guys make your way down. Uh, as you're as you're descending deeper into the, um, first of all, as you get into the uh, Dorsharn Tower, anyway, things just immediately get filthier. Um, the air has a stickier quality to it. Um, even at the tower gate, right? So you take the bridge over, um, you know, from the uh, Morgrave Tower to the Dorisharn Tower. And as soon as you get to the tower gate and the gate opens, you get a waft of, of uh, sewage smell. Uh, it's akin to um i don't know if you guys have probably never been have you ever been stateside you ever been to the united states at all particularly uh, have you ever been to new york yep you ever been by jersey never... you ever been by jersey city nope i've never strayed out of manhattan okay uh, manhattan, sometimes manhattan gets this smell too it's just the yeah, it's, it's just the smell of the sewage of 7 million people. It's not close, but it's 7 million people worth of sewage. And you're, and you're catching the very edge of that odor. Um, so. I-95 through Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, just so I can get some reference, how much worse is it than driving by a pig farm? I mean, it's not as intense a smell necessarily it's not as like stabbing okay. of a smell but it's definitely a more rich odor <laughs> i guess okay. like <laughs> there's more textures to it um okay, i think <laughs> I, can, I can imagine that it's fine you're experiencing like well you're experiencing the diets of five million different people who come from 30 different societies yeah. I just filled a saving throw for real. It is safe to, so, uh, to say that Anu's nose it will be scrunched permanently and he'll, he'll cover his mouth and nose with a handkerchief or something. That's excellent. Just to survive it. You pull out a kerchief oh, and hold it over your face. I have some perfume. Maybe you can put some perfume on it. Excellent. No, yeah. that just makes it worse. Just a clean. Oh, well. Something works, because otherwise, just... you know, it's like it's like pouring like cologne on top of really bad smelling sweat. It's not a great idea. Oh, then you get like alcohol smelling sweat, basically. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yep. <laughs> there is um, a product, honest to God product called Poo. Poopery. Yes, poopery. Yeah, that's what you guys need is some poopery. Unfortunately, that has not yet been invented. You know, I, that's 
Only how you pronounce it. It's French. They don't pronounce it like that. <laughs> no, not that. Not potpourri. There's actually a product no, called potpourri. potpourri. There's, there's a product no. called potpourri. It's a spray. And you're supposed really? to spray it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's marketed to women. And you're supposed to spray it before you go to the toilet. Yeah. So that Ow. it... Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a. It's a real thing. Uh, I'll find a YouTube link to the commercial for it, and I'll send it to you. It's it's hilarious. Why? Um, because they, they just don't have the refresh the freshener in the bathroom. Like they haven't invented that in the state. Not really. <laughs> I mean, they do, but you know, people are people are shy about okay. their bodily functions, which is you know, okay, why, which is why they're funny to talk about. So. Um, <laughs> So on that note, um, you guys. Sorry. Go, no, go. you're good. Sorry. <laughs> you guys uh, walk in and you walk through this wall of odor, and um, make your way to the um, segment that you are expected to to go to. Um, the uh, no one, no one of the goblin likes it here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As you're as you're walking through the section where you're expecting to run into this uh, merchant, you see an area off in the distance, probably about a hundred feet away. Where you're at by this time is largely interlocking tunnels. It looks like they may have at one point been alleys and streets, but there's solid construction overhead at this point. So the air or ceiling here is clearly the foundation of the next level of the towers. Um, you're, so you're completely enclosed, which is not helping with the smell situation. Um, it's not helping with the heat situation either. So on top of this sewage odor, you're starting to get the sweat of about 200 people. Um, and I assume you're all wearing your armor, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you're getting a little uh, sweaty too. Um, not to the point yet where it's causing exhaustion, um, but definitely getting moist and uncomfortable underneath that, uh, that armor. Um, so as you continue on and you're walking through this network of tunnels, up ahead you see an area where it looks like it may have at one point when this was actually uh, roads been like a roundabout type situation. But now it's just kind of like a, a very small uh, town square or um, something along those lines, you know, a uh, small gathering clearing. And uh, as you walk up to this section, um, you'll see a mix of goblins, humans, and shifters gathered on a small pile of garbage spread across three rotting blankets. One of the goblins shouts, no pushing, no pushing. There's always enough room for everyone at the rat's market. Uh, the what now? Rat's market. Rat's oh. market. Market of rats. So that they're selling rats. Rats. Um, seems to be possessive, not plural. Oh, I see. I suppose I can saunter vaguely, nonchalantly over there and see if I can peek over a shoulder or two and what's for sale. Okay, excellent. Uh, all types of various stuff. Uh, some of it is relatively high quality, but um, partially used or damaged. 
So you'll have a shield, for example. It looks like it's of fairly decent craft, but it's got a dent in it. Um, on the other hand, there's literally a fried rat on a stick. There are some dice um, that are chipped, you know, bone dice that are chipped. Look like they probably don't throw true. Um, but they don't look like they're chipped in such a way that they would be beneficially weighted. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so it's just kind of this random collection of just detritus and junk. Um, and while I've got you guys in there, why don't you go ahead and give me a perception roll, everyone, please. Perception. Mm. Mm. Oh, 17. Well, I rolled the one. Sweet. You notice absolutely you notice absolutely nothing except for the wineskin that's at the rat's market that is like filled to the point where it looks like it's going to burst. It's like somebody put two wineskins worth of wine in this wineskin. 15, by the way. Excellent. 17 for me. Beautiful. One moment. Can I make like a wisdom check to see if I can resist buying it? I mean, it's up to you. I'm just, I'm just telling you that it's there. Don't do it. All right, so um, you... Uh... Okay, so I rolled a two, so... <laughs> oh, God. The goblin comes not over. Only, not only have I already bought it, but I'm already drinking it. <laughs> well, you, you go to reach for it, and the goblin sort of... Uh, Wanders over and says, "So, I see you got an eye for the wine, have you?" Well, could do for a sip. I mean, I'll let you have the whole wine skin for, we'll say, thirty copper. Hmm. Seems decent. Excellent. I'll pay him the thirty coppers. Beautiful, beautiful. He takes the coppers and hands you the wine. Uh, you pop the cork on this wineskin, and this is... You you immediately realize this is probably going to be a lot better for cooking than drinking. <laughs> Sorry, you broke up for a bit. What oh, did you say? You realize immediately this is probably much better for cooking than drinking, and might uh -huh. be a little better for cleaning wood than cooking. <laughs> Oh. oh my god. He's gonna drink Chris. it anyway. He's gonna drink exactly. it anyway. You know he's just gonna drink it. Of course he is. Have you met him? Yeah. This is going yeah. to be a shit trip. Literally. <laughs> he's just eating and now he's drinking that. Uh, uh, can I clarify something? Sure. The, 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 the magecraft clothing is also waterproof from the inside out, right? Yeah, it cannot be soiled. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, just, uh, it's, it's not like we're going to notice smell. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, exactly. true. And if things get too bad, you can just take it off, turn it inside out, shake it out, and put it back on. It's gonna be there you go. Do what you want! <laughs> So uh, while, while you're sniffing this uh, cooking slash cleaning vinegar that's in a wineskin, um, 
you two notice um, uh, a tabaxi like in a hood, like real cautiously and, and slowly and quietly walking around the outside of, of this conglomeration of, of goblins and humanoids and shifters. Um, and she's got her eyes locked dead on this goblin merchant. And you, of course, recognize um, that this is slick. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna look at her at all. I'm just gonna wait till she gets close enough for me to say, in a, in a quietly, "Stop trying to be slick." <laughs> right on. Right on. As you're... I'm not noticing any of this. I'm just sitting nope. there contemplating if I should drink that thing. Right. You're running the. You're running the math in your head. Like, is it worth it? <laughs> I mean, it, it could be fun. <laughs> so as you're trying to talk yourself out of it, and as you're uh, sort of eyeballing Slick as she walks around, you see her pass um, behind a particular shifter. Um, the shifter is a woman. She's probably about six foot one, very heavy build. Um, and you can see that she's got cat slit eyes right now and her ears are like perked up. And as soon as your eye, your eye line follows through and like passes her, you notice her turn on her heel and take off. The woman that Slick is trying to is- No, so uh, Slick, is, Slick is walking around and she's, right. she's walking around in the back. In front of her, there's a shifter. Right. And you're walking along and you notice the shifter as she walks behind the shifter. And you see that shifter sort of lock eyes with you for a second and then take off. Oh, so the shifter took off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to throw a, a look at, at Slick as if to say, to hell? At that point, Slick like looks at you for a second and looks confused um, and does something with her fingers. You don't, I suppose, speak thieves can't. No. All right. <laughs> so, and then she she rolls her eyes and start and like just abandons all pretense of being sneaky and walks right up to you. <laughs> it's probably best this way. <laughs> she says, "What are you doing down here? Looking for you? For me? Yep, got a job for you. I'm okay. Uh, I have some." Uh, business i need to attend first if you don't mind yeah sure need any help no i i got this got um, some muscle over here i mean if you I'll, need it i'll shout if i do all right what's a safe word raspberry that works for me she right. uh she steps up to the um with like a spring in her step she steps up to the inner circle where people are gathered, including Kresmar, who's standing right at the front of the goblin market with this wineskin just sniffing and thinking and, and sniffing. And you can see, like, the dual desire shame thing sort of playing out on his face. Like... <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, no one has to know. <laughs> but I'll know. But no, I probably won't. Like that's going on. <laughs> We're all standing right here. 
Um, and, yeah. and, and I'm sure he's also thinking that he spent 30 copper on the damn thing. Exactly. Like, I better get my money's worth. Um, so at exactly that moment, um, Slick, like, bounces around behind the goblin merchant and, like, wraps him up with one arm. And the goblin merchant, like, takes in a deep breath and puts his hand on his dagger. And then Slick dangles a coin purse in its face. Says, we're square now. Let's it go. Goblin merchant catches it. You damn cat. Piss off. <coughs> and thanks for, the, thanks for the payment. She smiles and nods. Walks back over to you. All right, so business is attended. What, what can I do for you? Something I should know about this. No, he gave me a loan for some gear. All right. I just like fucking with him because he's kind of an asshole. Ah, well, goblins. Right, exactly. So, there's this thing that we're here to do. Okay. You can help because we need someone who can open doors that uh, we don't really have a key for. Hmm. Hmm. I see. And what's payout? Call it two fifty. And how long are you expecting this little expedition to, to last? Ah, a couple of days tops. Hopefully, be in and out. All right. Um, I'm not going to be able to tag along. I have an engagement that I cannot miss. But I have an associate in my guild I can refer you to. Um, All right. Do I know this person? I don't think so. She's new hmm. in town. But she's, shall we say, a new hire in the guild. You she vouch need, for her? She needs some experience. I mean, she's green, but she, she knows what she's doing. Then you're going to vouch for her? I mean, as much as I vouch for anybody, sure. She's hmm. her own person. Can you set up a meet? Uh, yeah. In fact, I can uh, probably. I, I'm. I've, once I get done here, I need to swing by the guild hall, so I can probably send her down your way if you know where I where I can ever meet you. Is there a tavern or someplace suitably like down here? Cognito? I. Um, there's not so much taverns in this part of town as there are. Um, abandoned old shops and houses that people congregate in and squat and drink. Ah. Yeah, like the part of town that you're in, at this at this proximity to the sewer entrance, um, it's all squatters. Okay. Like the permanent residents are all squatters. So, I mean, you could go back out and try to meet up with that person. Uh, too much walking. Um, I suppose we can find a relatively empty, <laughs> relatively <laughs> storefront or something that looks that you know landmark. Oh, so sure. the old where the old shoe shop used to be or something. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you got a you got a really good role on your history check earlier, so I'll I'll grant that you know the location well enough to okay. pick a place that 
There shouldn't be anybody that's going to be in the way. All right. Okay. All right. Then, yeah, send her over there. Can't wait too long, though. I'll be right on it. I just, unfortunately, I have somewhere I need to be tomorrow, so I can't, I can't take the risk. It's a shame. The payout's going to be nice. So is the payout on this boat I'm going to be getting on, so. Say, say it again. The, you cut out. She said, so is the payout on this boat I'm going to be getting on. You cut out after boat again. <laughs> oh, weird. Same place. <laughs> boat I am going to be getting on. Oh, you get on a boat, are you? Yeah. Vacation or work? Work. Sailing north. Oh. Dangerous work or just, you know... Oh. Swabbing up bilges. When's it ever easy? You know? Nah. I've been promised... I've been promised a cakewalk by my employer, which is almost certainly an indication that I will have to fight tooth and nail for my merest survival. <laughs> yeah, that's about how it works, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Says just... the guy who's never been anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so just once I want somebody to hire me and be like, this is a suicide mission and you're never going to make it out because chances are good that'll be one where I go and have tea and crackers with whatever I'm supposed to kill. Yeah. Never trust the advertisement. Never trust. <laughs> nope. But well, yeah, uh, if you can get if you can get your associate down here as rapidly as possible, be very much obliged to you. Sure. Um why down here? What like are you It's on the way. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't like it either. Why do you think we're wearing these stupid jumpsuits? I, I thought you'd gotten some fashion sense. You look cute. <laughs> this thing <laughs> sweating me tatters off in this oh I mean you'd be sweating no matter what down here it's about 100 degrees and humid sticky oh. I've had worse have you uh, I have but not by much and I'm not looking forward to bathing when I get out of here either well, you're so, you, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I almost said a very racist thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You mean like, yeah, goblins? <laughs> That's no, no, no. <laughs> she, said, she said something about not, not wanting to take a bath. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're a cat. Yeah. <laughs> cats hate baths. Well, Everybody knows cats hate baths. She was uh she was referring to her her method of bathing, actually. Um oh, oh. <laughs> oh. oh god oh, no. I just failed another saving throw. <laughs> oh god. So she says, Well on, on that note, I should probably uh make uh make tracks if I'm gonna make it in time to get to the guild yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Cheer up. Sure. Thanks so much. So, um, I'll buy you a drink when you get back. Sounds good. Hey, if, if this go, if this job goes away, I think it's going to go, I'll be buying for months. When I back. Fair enough. So, Give me see, a shout when you get back then, eh? Will do. She runs off. Uh, about that time you notice the, um, the goblin merchants just kind of staring at you and then looking back to Kressmer every once in a while to see if he's actually 
like taken the plunge yet. <laughs> stare, stare at the goblin. Right. <laughs> this one with you. By this point, Grasavar is contemplating his entire life that he remembers. <laughs> so it's well, this, not just the wineskin, it's every life choice he's ever made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I suppose he is. He's letting that wine go bad, you know. He's got a all the vapors that's coming out, it's going to fill the whole area. Go bad. Go bad. I don't think that's possible. I would but like you to know that I sell only the highest quality of product here. I'm sure you sell a very fine product. Would you like a rat? But picks that up, ain't it. <laughs> he picks up like a fried rat on a stick. <laughs> it's good eating. It's a whole rations worth. Got any, got any no. curry? We got any curry? Have I got, uh-huh. have I got curry? He starts like throwing shit around. <laughs> Imagine like, have you ever seen Labyrinth? You know, like the junk where the junk lady is going through all the toys and shit. Like that's kind of what it looks like when he's throwing things around in this goblin market. He's like, oh, we got what we got here. We got some. We got a stuffed doll. Yeah, yeah. We got we got a bag of holding. No, oh, it's empty. Um, we got. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out what looks like like a leather wrapping almost um, that's got some magical runes written on it but the runes are kind of like uh, it's as if the embroidery of the runes has started to flake away and break in pieces and some of the strings are broken so if this thing ever held an enchantment it doesn't anymore um, <laughs> okay and he picks it up and like opens it, and it's got some rotten ass curry inside of it. Oh boy! I thought I had some. You know what? Yeah, when I see that, I'm I, I'm just putting the wine skin. Away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saving this for later. I'm sure it's. Or <laughs> it's very nice. But I'm afraid I'm going to have to decline. Very well. What can I get for you? He drops it just it, when it hits the ground. <laughs> Best merchant ever. What can you get for me? Better life choices? Um, I don't sell those. If I knew where to find them, you think I'd be here? He's going to nudge through the... Just kind of look through his filthy blankets covered in junk. Is there anything there that even looks remotely useful? Uh, make, uh, you got Arcana? Yeah. Go ahead and make an Arcana check. Uh, Arcana plus three. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Nine. No. <laughs> Can I take a look? Yeah, absolutely. You can go ahead and make an Arcana check too. 25. Yes. Nice. As a matter of fact, you do see something that looks like it might be kind of useful. Why don't you go ahead and roll a D100 for me, if you don't mind. 
25. Excellent. Just a moment. It's that plus three rapier of sharpness, isn't it? Let's hope so. I'm sure you see been very, very good. <laughs> you see a filthy, um, like rotten. There's actually some like mold growing on it. Uh, wizard's hat, and I mean like your stereotypical very pointy stars and moons on it fantasia wizard's hat and it doesn't it's it doesn't say wizard on it spelt (laughs) w-i-z-z-a-n it doesn't yet but you could get it embroidered (laughs) 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 however it does have some embroidery on it and kresmar does recognize this embroidery as a um and you're not even quite sure where this knowledge comes from. This may come from, this may be the returning of a, of a memory from your sort of mysterious past. Um, but the rec- nonetheless, you recognize the embroidery as something that's taught in very, very early mage crafting. So like the very beginning steps of making magical items. Um, and this is what's called a hat of vermin. And as near as you can tell, the embroidery is still functional on it, so it probably still works. Uh, but what the hat of vermin does is it is a hat that has three charges. While holding the hat, you can use an action to expend one of those charges, speak a command word that summons your choice of a bat, a frog, or a rat. The uh, summoned creature magically appears in the hat and tries to get away from you as quickly as possible. It's neither friendly nor hostile, and it is not under your control. Huh. So it's just it's a it's a way to pull vermin out. It's like a so very like a bunting trick. Kinda, yeah. And um your knowledge of this item is that it's its use is literally as like a training device. You know what I mean? Like we'll teach you how to make something that's basically innocuous and harmless and you're not gonna blow yourself up with, and it's a fun trick at parties. Mm-hmm. You know. That's the only magical item that you see there. So I find myself oddly drawn to it. (laughs) Ah, I see you've got an eye for good fashion. I'm willing to let this hat go right here for, well, why don't we say a mere 70 coppers. Yeah, that seems reasonable. (laughs) 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 At this rate, by the time we get Anywhere, Chris and Mark would be bro- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, so you uh, you give him 70 copper. I mean, it's, that's jumping. You know, with your knowledge of what this actually is, it's certainly worth more than that. It's probably worth 20 or 30 gold. So it, it occurs to you also that this merchant had no idea what he had his hands on. <laughs> Not that it was like anything super magical, but he didn't know what he had. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may make a note that you have a hat of vermin. Yep. Noted. Vermin. (laughs) He says, well then, 
it's a it's a pleasure doing business with you. I must say, uh, you all seem awfully well dressed for being down in this part of town. Yeah. We are literally we are literally slumming. Must say it. <laughs> funny man. Funny, funny man. Funny man has money. What you want? Why are you here? Well, right now. Say, do, do, does do the words E213 mean anything to you? Oh, they might. They might very well. Yeah? Yeah. Might be able to tell you how to get there. Might. Might be able to tell might. you about the door. Might a can. Well, that depends, doesn't it? Oh, I imagine it does. It depends on the jink, my friend. Depends on the garnish. Oh, I don't. I, I know what you're after. I know what you're after, but I'm not going to pay you a blooming thing until I know you can do what I need done. Oh. And that is to wit, get us to E two one three. I'll give you directions. Yeah. Mm. Not just my word. Verifiable. According to who? Oh, city planning. <laughs> he pulled, picks up one of his blankets, and underneath he's got like a shitload of like map scrolls and shit. <laughs> he starts like going through them and pulling out like blueprints of the city. <laughs> <laughs> Grabs one of looks like it's of the region. He unrolls it. It's right there, clearly marked. He rolls it back up. Right. What about this door? Tell you what, I'll buy the map. You tell me. You give me what you know about the door. Excellent. We'll say the map is. Why don't you go ahead and roll persuasion? And you can have advantage because your friend here has spent a lot of money in this establishment. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and the goblins appreciate your business. 22. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's all right. It's how, tell you what. I'm not trying to make no scams. And you seem like nice people. And your friend's going to drink my wine. So... Uh, 30 copper. 30 copper. 30, 30, 30. Look at the thing. It's off it's off wiped from the from the damp and the mold. 15. Uh 20's as low as I can go, friend. After that, I'm starting to look at cost. 20? I'll be lucky if I if this thing lasts out the day. 18. 20, and I'll throw in. He's just looking around. <laughs> Mate, I don't want what you're going to throw at me. All right. I'll throw in... Eight. What? Oh, I'll throw in this wand. He pulls out a wand. It's, just, it's got... He's like, it's got one charge left in it, but it might come in handy. Let me look at it. He hands it to you. Arcana? Yeah, go for it. Uh... Do, 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 do. 12 plus 3 is 15. Uh, it's a wand of magic missile. Oh, 
All right. But it's a it's a non-refresher. It's like a disposable wand of magic missile. It's the kind of thing that you would uh, that uh, would frequently get handed out to foot soldiers during the war. Right. So and it, almost like a clip. You know what I mean? You just yeah. You fire them off and then it dusts and move on with your Some, day. But it's got. You can tell it's got one it's charge. Got the, Left it's got the maker's name on it. Kalashnikov? <laughs> Never heard of him. Got me. I'll throw it in. All right, 20 it is. Excellent. He gives you the map. Now, about this door. The door's going to be a bit of a trick, isn't it? I imagine you're going to tell me the secret. Yes, once you get down through there, if you want to get down into the door, Sean, un, under into the settlements and the the old settlements, mm. what you don't want to do. There's a hatch. You want to be very careful with it. There's three globes inside, got acid in them. Oh, I need a new note-taking space. Hang on, I've already filled up one sheet. Sure. <laughs> Three globes. With acid. Okay. Right. Three globes with acid in. Yep. So if you're trying to pick the lock and you ain't got the key, and far as I know, nobody does have a key. Hmm. That's supposed to be sealed for a reason. There's, there's things down there we don't want out. Right. Go on. We're trying to pick the lock. If you're trying to disable it and you cock it up, these globes fly out at you. Then right. it reloads. See what I'm saying? Right. Far as I know, nobody's ever run it out. Do we know how many times it's going to reload itself? That's what I'm saying. It's never run out as far as I know. Uh, lolly. Might lolly be, in it. Might be that it mystically recharges. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, would it? So, got to get someone who's really good at picking locks then, that's what you're saying. I would advise it, or if you can find some sort of key to it. You cut out. I said, or, yeah. if you, or if you can find some sort of key to it. Hmm. Well, you said there ain't no key, didn't you? Well, there ain't no key been found. Matter of fact, since I like y'all so much, and since you got royalty with you, don't think I didn't see you, mister, not spending a dime in my shop like you're too good for me, but that's fine. I'm still going to help you out. Well, my bard is spending money in your shop. That's his job. Oh, I didn't realize you were here on royal business. Well, it's <laughs> boss, isn't it? He pulls out a, a, like a rubbing. And he hands you the rubbing and he says, This here, mate, this was, this was from the door itself. Pride from the end of an adventurer that died trying to get in. Okay. It's, it does have some blood on it. <laughs> it's pretty old. <laughs> Cressamar, okay. <laughs> since you're uh, the most familiar with the doc with the actual documents, uh, why don't you go ahead and give me a perception check, please, or history, whichever's higher, as that rubbing is presented. 
let's see. Eleven. Excellent. Um, you remember as soon as you see that pattern, it immediately it kicks off a recognition to you. On the front of the journal from the provost is a seal. Now, as the rubbing is presented to you, and as it's drawn on the on, as it's like set up on paper, it's the seal upside down that's on the front of this book. Now the, the seal on the front of this book does, it is raised up. Okay. So it stands to reason that maybe if you turn the book the right way, you might be able to fit this book itself. And then turn. Yeah. Huh. And we have that book with us? Yeah, you have all the journals, all the papers are with you. Oh. So, well, I'm going to share this inside with Center. Right. Um, well, you know what, Skakan? Yes? Pleasure doing business with you. Likewise. You're welcome here anytime. Yes, you've been very helpful. So, yes, thank of you. The silver, the, of the silver flame upon you. Oh, don't go, get out of here with that now. Oh, yeah. I'm an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> Bah humbug. <laughs> well, twitch their own. <laughs> bah humbug. <laughs> so, right. then, then we should probably uh, piss off to the the abandoned storefront where we're going to meet this hireling. Excellent. Um, yes, we should. You guys make your way to the abandoned storefront. It's not very far from your current location. Probably takes you about five minutes to make the walk. Right. Um, when you walk in, uh, you see a woman. Uh, she's Though she's wearing a cloak, um, she's also wearing like a leather armor underneath it, a very tight form-fitting leather armor, and the cloak is kind of kicked off to one side. So it's very clear that this is a very curvaceous, attractive woman. Uh, shape that you see from behind. Um, she's sitting, she's got a campfire going um, in the middle of this abandoned shoe store. Um, and she looks over her shoulder at you as you enter the yeah, room. Yeah, it's like a nine and a half wide. And she... Looking for, uh, looking for something with a bit of a hail. <laughs> as, you, as you make your uh, remark and she chuckles as she's turning. You clearly see the lack of facial features. She just has eyes with no irises and gray skin with flat face, like no lips, no, no nose, just a bump where the nose would be. Long white hair. And it becomes clear to you, this woman is a changeling. And that Have we met changelings before? Changelings are common. Um, well, common's a strong word, but they're not uncommon in Sharn. Um, I see. Changelings are descendants of humans and doppelgangers from long ago. Like they've been, okay. they've they've been around long enough that they they breed true now. So there's entire changeling communities. 
and most people don't trust them because they can tell they can turn into anyone they can mimic anyone's appearance you never quite know who you're dealing with with a changeling and ah, mimic mimic what? <laughs> yeah. ptsd <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah wait till you're under the first one of those um but yes they uh they can in fact mimic people's appearances and um many of them were used as spies and agents in the last war okay so and she turns and she uh says can I help you? And at that point, we will call it because it's uh, 11.53 my time. So yeah. we're going to go yeah. ahead and uh, that feels like a good wrapping up point. Feels like we had a yeah. good, yeah, good, fu- good fight today. Good good game. Uh, questions, comments, this... complaints, or concerns? <laughs> my comment would be that the biggest gain of the day was that Chris Amar didn't drink the wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I filled By up. Far. Like, I don't know if you can see this, mm-hmm. but this is all... This is notes, and then more notes. <laughs> I it, there's so much going on here. Lots of story got told yep. today. So lots of story. True. I you just not bad. Of rats. <laughs> oh God, yeah. So 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 now next week, obviously, as we will be balancing this out, you know, it's just going to be fighting the whole. So. <laughs> we'll see. It's, as soon as we, as soon as we go live, roll for initiative. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see how it shakes out. But um, yeah, did anybody have any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns? Anything that wasn't clear, or anything that you feel we missed, or that you didn't get to do? Um, I just thought of something I missed, and that was to get a name from Slick of what this, what our contact was supposed to. You, what <laughs> you did miss that. She did not. I missed. Yeah. I, I didn't ask any of that crap, and that's, now I'm that's very fortunate because I don't have it yet, but I will. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, jeez. Um, oh, there's a rumor is that we'll have a surprise special guest next week. So, um, you cut out that, there. Oh, I said the rumor is that we will have a surprise special guest next week, and so that surprise right. special guest will be uh, playing your um, locksmith. awesome so very cool um so yeah uh before we wrap up guys does anyone um have anything bob you got anything uh new you want to or old or whatever that you want to talk about pitch uh no i I, I, not really i I put a bundle out um one of my adventure areas on the dm's guild called eastbrook i made a bundle with that and a couple of adventures that are set in eastbrook and uh, another DM's aid um, that I wrote that I wrote ages ago, and I've been updating called "You Can Try," which is just chock <laughs> full of stuff for new and veteran DMs, you know, bits of advice, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of stuff in that. That's new. So you can always. I have read that book, and um, I love it. And oh, as cool. someone who is a, a, I like to call myself a veteran DM. I've been at it for a few years. Uh, full of stuff that I found useful too. So, and 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 being able to read it and put it in the mindset of somebody who's never done it, um, I think it's a good read. And I think it'd be a good read for players too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's stuff in there that players can draw from. I, I, I keep thinking about doing something that you know, is player facing, like you know, here the, the things that you should do as a player. It's not a bad help. idea. I mean, maybe any some would. Anyway, I've got that. I'm working on the super secret project that is really taking all my enthusiasm right now 
that is going to go up on the guild, and it involves space. Nice, nice. I'm su- I'm I'm surprised that you're working on something that involves space for D and D. I'm not surprised. Oh, I'm not, no, don't be. I'm not don't at be. all. <laughs> not even not even a little. Um, nope, nope. All right. Uh, that's it for me. Cool, um, Mike. Are, do we are we ready for this for this the big reveal yet, or do you still need some time? Uh, unfortunately, I got delayed. Holidays. Ah, oh, those pesky holidays. I do. We're, we're waiting. We're waiting with bated breath. So. I am waiting too. I'm like, <laughs> my heart is in my throat, and I've seen glimpses, and it looks fantastic. Right. See, you've got like you've got the perspective. You get you get to see all this neat stuff. So. Yeah. How do you how do you get to see it, and we don't? Because well, I'm over at his place every day, probably. Yeah. You can come if you want. It's fun. Yeah. He's got the cool yeah. cat. Yeah, it's just a, just a little jaunt, just a short drive to yeah. Romania. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, it takes about 18 hours to get here if you're lucky. So it's not bad. You can you can like stay for 20 minutes, have some coffee, and then the go back. back yeah. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Alina, what, is, what do you got for? Uh... I'll just promote the same thing as last time because it's the freshest release I've got. So I've got a Christmas novella. It's called The Next a Dog in Winter Wonderland, and it's absolutely amazing. Say the reviews. And that's out now, Apparently. right? Like that. Yeah, because it was a pre-order. It's been released, yeah, it's been released um, last Sunday, so. It's been out for a few days. Beautiful. Make sure you don't sleep mm-hmm. on that, guys. Get pick it up over on Amazon. It's it's Alina's awesome. So I I have not yet <laughs> read it, but I can I can guarantee you it's going to be badass. And I look forward to sitting down and reading it once I have a minute to sit down and read something that I'm not Thank actively you. writing. I should I should <laughs> say that if you want to get hungry, think about Romanian holidays. That's a great book for you. Oh, if you want to talks about food a lot. Oh, if you want to get hungry, yeah. You, you broke up a little bit there, but yeah, I think we got it. Yeah, right. Hungry that's what I was That is the worst. The worst. I was sitting, and when I'm in my house, my wife works across the house, right? Because we, we both work from home. My office is in the dining room. Her office is at the other end of the house in the living room. And she'll have something like a TV program or something on in the background. Um, so I, I listen to it because you can't hardly hear it. You can't stop. You have to hear it, right? And I, I forget what she was watching. It was some murder mystery. And they kept talking about lasagna. <laughs> and I was, this, this didn't even register until, you know, a, an hour and a half. I, 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 oh, son of a bitch. You know what? I, I could murder some lasagna. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. You should see the comments I got from. It's also Alina. Um and she was reading through this, and there was frequent mention of something called Kozonak. If you know panettone, like the Italian version, it's like sweet, a sweet loaf of, kind of looks like bread, but it's it's filled with walnuts and oh, oh, good I, I stuff. Panettone. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Sounds good. Only better, only better. And it, it kept being mentioned, and Darina really have it because of her diet, and by the third mention, the comments were like, are you kidding? I'm dying here. Like, I got drool all over. <laughs> Stop it with the Kozolak. And then the, the next 
mom comes and she's like, okay, I give up. I just say, I give up. I can't anymore. <laughs> well, I, I clearly like food, so I'm sure I will enjoy that. Um, but, uh, and speaking of people who like food, I, I think I hear, uh, I think I hear our druid in the background. Um, yeah, I think I just get, heard him. Getting hungry too. So yeah. I'll, I'll be brief and wrap this up. Um, the quick thing I wanted to plug, um, this morning at like two in the morning, I put out uh, Calculated Creatures, okay. which is uh, oh. on the DMs Guild now. So it's got um, a brief overview of, well, it's, it's got a collection of NPC stats and creatures that I've converted for use in this campaign. Some of them you guys have already seen. Some of them you guys will be seeing. So, um, you know, you three don't spoil it for yourself. But um, there's stats for uh, creatures with CR levels of zero through three in that book. Um, hmm. And that's up on DMs Guild now. And um, also, if you guys uh, prefer to listen to um, your gaming content, uh, like on a iPod or something along those lines, we are releasing each of these episodes on MP3 through Drive Through RPG, and they're uh, pay what you want. So you can leave a tip, or you can just download them free and listen to them on your iPad, iPod, i whatever, not i something. You listen to them on a Samsung. I'm not going to judge. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, please, uh, if you haven't yet, um, follow so that you know when we go live. Uh, join us next Friday, same time, 10 a.m. Uh, Central Time. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Please head over to Alina's channel. Watch everything she's ever done and like, comment, share, and subscribe. <laughs> and uh, check out Bob's stuff on, on the DMs Guild. Check out my stuff on the DMs Guild. And in case, well, I'm, I don't think we'll speak beforehand, so everybody have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, whatever you celebrate. Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Belated Hanukkah. I think I missed that one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it, it passed. Yeah. Whatever you celebrate, whatever you do. Holidays, you, whichever the Right. If you don't celebrate anything, you know, go give a hug to somebody who does. You know, there's no reason. You know, I I'm atheist as hell, and happy holidays, everybody. Let's let's all hug yeah. and eat food and get fat. Um, yeah. I don't. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't need. You don't need to believe in anything except for. Being kind for that, you know. So let's let's all be Absolutely. kind and, and love one another and have a good time. And we will see you guys uh, next week. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thank you. Thanks.